morning, afternoon, night. This is We Are Not Prepared, and we are your hosts, Byron and Mark Ivy. Welcome to We Not the <laughs> Don't drop that don't something. Not. We're not. We're not prepared. We're not prepared. I just want to new that could be a new just not. Not prepared. No, just not. N-O-T. We just quit speaking the King's English. What are you eating? Nothing. Now I was doing a cough drop. You're going oh, you got a cough? Or do you just like to eat them? I used to just like to eat them. No, I've had, <laughs> I, I've had a, I've had the cough from, I mean, it's been like biblical coughing. Yeah. Yes. Well, just, I've never, I've never read in the Bible cough at all. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever read sneezing? In the read Bible? Mark. It, but it's sneezing in the Bible. Has anyone sneezed? And I don't know. But uh, man, that'd be a gross sneeze. Everyone's hairy. You got the you got the <laughs> sand everywhere. Like, you know, Moses went up to the mountain, found the Ten Commandments, and he sneezed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder, like, that's a good one. Thank did you, you just think of that? I did. Well, so I've always thought of like uh, when they talk about like, you know. Don't don't envy what like I, I always would laugh or yeah, I'd always laugh about what you would envy back then. You know, like cause everything like when you read about it, all I think of is like, God, that sucks. Like having to like take care of your donkeys and like what if you go like there's no glasses, everyone's probably blind. Seriously, like how's not everyone classified as blind? Everyone stinks. Everyone's like your you know, your mansion is like just a more sand you know what i mean it's just everything seems like a nightmare to take care of like it, everything's a huge event whether it's getting your food you're like so well, you, you're you like have, i gotta go kill and skin like you have canceled the entire biblical history no i'm saying i'm saying i wouldn't have lasted a day <laughs> like if god said hey mark go round up the animals like yeah. I get scared of looking at lions through the glass, you know? Now, being blind, uh, does it make you apprehensive around animals? Yeah, sometimes. Like somebody's cat, you go over to their house. And well, yeah, cats, like, they're always up to something. Cats are too, they're, they're always plotting, I feel like, and they don't like me the second I walk in, you know. And I never know where they are. I'll just, like, I'll hear, like, little, like, or like look up at the fridge and for some reason there's a cat on the fridge. I'm like, why? How'd you get up there? Or they disappear for five days and then come back. So I just I'm not a huge cat guy. But but what really what really creeps me out is the stuff I can't see. Spiders. Like uh, my wife always finds spiders at our house. Like always. And so at the rate she's finding spiders, that means I've had to miss a million spiders. And that creeps me out. Yeah, you could just be laying there in bed. Just having dreams of spiders crawling over you. Sorry to put that visual. It's okay for me to say that, isn't it? Put what? that visual in your mind. 
Yes, you can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How about put that visual in your eardrum? Yeah, put that in your eardrum. Hey, I have a reading I want you to listen to and tell me what you think of. You ready? Okay, because we can feel belonging only if we have the courage to share our most authentic selves with people, our sense of belonging can never be be greater than our level of self-acceptance. I will read that again. (laughs) Hold on there just a second. Because we can feel belonging only if we have the courage to share our most authentic selves with people. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. So you're, so you, the key there is your self-acceptance. Because if you accept yes. yourself, you get to dictate where and how you belong, and how much you open yourself and, and up. How, yeah, and how. So if I'm worried about. You not liking me, for instance, then I might not share anything. The more I don't care about that, the easier it gets for me to share personal things about myself. So I just want to know your thoughts on that. I think that self-acceptance is probably one of the most, uh, you know, faked things in, for humankind. You know, fake. I think I think everyone like myself and like you, everyone wants to say that they, you know, they're accepting of themselves like they like themselves. But I don't think they do. Or is it the other way around? No, I'm going with you on this. This this is thought for thinking. Is it the other way around, though? People, I, I think people self-acceptance so like i think deep down that's everyone's like probably largest biggest struggle that then in in today's world you can mask easily with you know social media or your camera on your phone you take a picture and you filter this filter that next thing you know you know you're looking like you want to look and not just like your 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 body type and your your looks, but money or your, um, so yeah, self-worth and self-acceptance go hand in hand. For me, it, it is a daily, I have to do almost a daily practice. I remember once that this teacher asked me what I thought about something. And I just kind of blew him off. And he goes, no, no, what do you think about this? And up until that time, I never thought about having a thought that was my own because all my thoughts were formed on, Dang. will people like me? Will people like it? And so he was the first person that asked me, like, what do you think? Remember what grade you're in about? I was in high school. High school. And, um, and so for me... It is a daily discipline to practice. I mean, I could come in and Jasmine's like doesn't speak to me. And so I go, Am I doing sense? Is this something the matter with me? Am I wrong? And I just start like really analyzing myself. And so I have to really meditate and work 
on not getting caught in that. That surprises me. I mean, that goes to show you, though, that it's a true, I think that's yeah. the majority. Yes. For sure. Uh, I, yeah, that's a deep thought, and I don't have, I'm, my brain's too fried today to, I, like, that's a super deep thought, right? Because I could sit here and talk, there's all these different aspects of your life, too, to break that down. Like, I can pick a few where I have my own thoughts, like, that, that I can confidently tell you like yeah i'll have an you know my true original thought that i don't care who knows it but i pick and choose right yeah for sure pick and choose it's uh it is it is so true i just i just think most of the people like um if you look at people that are on tv that we need to go on a mushroom trip into the wilderness, me and you. That would be. And come back without I giving. I can't. Just be our true self, authentic, 24-7. I can't do them anymore. I have done mushrooms, but. Why can't you do them anymore? Well, just because I'm in recovery and I just won't take any mood-altering chemical. It's because I like it way too much. Yeah. How how long did it take you to uh, to stop all, how long did it take you to stop everything? So, like, you know, usually someone, they stop drinking because they're an alcoholic. Well, now they're smoking weed. And then if they're not, you know, so they pick and choose other substances to to indulge in. September 11, 2004. Yeah? <laughs> Are you doing math over there? No, I was just like, well, that wasn't that other tragedy, too. Because giving up shrooms is also a tragedy. And so, so <laughs> I, I, I did do a lot of... I actually nothing like a little nine eleven humor there, Byron. <laughs> well, you took the to the nine eleven humor. I actually one time actually got arrested after I just took some LSD, and so I was being interrogated while I was. <laughs> 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 Go yeah. on, oh man! Kids do not do drugs because you'll end up on useless podcasts like this. Talk about the worst day of your life. It it is. So there's a. So I have many opinions. Why'd you get arrested? Because some, fr I was actually doing that thing. Some friends I was with were trying to sell. A matchbox, you know, like the little matchboxes with the sticks in them? Yeah. They had that full of pot. They were trying to sell that to these people. And the, like, narcs and police came. And and you're just trying to, like, find your hand. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, getting arrested. You're, like, getting arrested not knowing how they're putting handcuffs on. Two seconds ago, you didn't have hands. I didn't have hands. Yeah, you. but I, I made it through that. <laughs> okay, I was much much younger. So, do you recall? So, when you were when you would do like a psychedelic, like a mushroom or something? Because I, I, you, you jo I joke about it, but I have heard like that stuff. And I don't know if it's just while you're under the influence of it, or you know, if it shapes the. You were getting it to be get messed up though. You weren't trying to like. Think, but there were there were think a different way. There were periods where there's this whole um, there's a book, some books that came out in the seventies. Carlos Castaneda and the 
teachings of Don Juan. And it was about this guy getting mystical experiences from this Mexico, from um, mescaline down in Mexico. And so there is this whole spiritual quest. I will say of all the drugs that I've ever done, that there were beneficial things taking for me taking that. But I, if you're listening, I'm not wanting you to, I'm not wanting you to go out and do hallucinogens. We, this is a whole show in itself. This we, is a show for all the young kids out there to go find themselves <laughs> before you, before the lunch bell rings. You eat your little mushroom. You go out to the tunnel slide. I think kids are on mushrooms anyway, <laughs> naturally. Oh gosh, my 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 daughter's on something. She's wild these days. I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my hands full. The, last night, um, this isn't like a wild story. This is actually just to let you know how out of shape I am. I've been running on the elliptical, and anyone who talks about a runner's high can like. Shut kiss, up. Kiss your blind platoon. Kiss my blind cheek. <laughs> and it's like, I just don't understand it. I, I, if I run outside and I'm walking home, car, a car has asked if I've been okay before. That's a true story. They've asked if like I needed help. Cause, Cause you're breathing. So they just looked at me as they were driving by. They didn't like, they knew just by like glancing over, like he might be in trouble. So I was doing, that was a while back. I was doing the elliptical last night and I get done and I'm just sitting, I get off and just immediately sit down on the carpet against the wall. And I'm just like, Bleh. and Evelyn comes in, my tired four-year-old comes in, takes one look at me and just goes, mama, something's going down. And just like runs out to go get my mom or to get my wife because she literally thinks something is terribly wrong with me. Well, like opens the door, looks, mama, something's going down, and just takes off. And I'm like, I'm fine. Our time is out. This has been very quick. Well, hasn't that was it? a stinker story to end it, but that's all right. Which one, yours? That's all right. Get right, church, and let's go home, baby. <laughs> well, if you learned anything today, it is to kiss Mark's petite. cheek only cheek. under the influence of mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> This has been Byron Jackson and Mark Ivey. We are not prepared. Have a good day. Have a good, good, good day.